0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 200 of the Funeral Nation show, the Funeral Profession's first virtual show and the only weekly news, video, entertainment show. Uh, 200, we have hit a milestone.
1: I know, our bicentennial, how big a deal is that, you know? I think when we started, we had... uh, just a little bit of gray hair. Quite
0: a bit. It's on it's wild. This show has taken place and been recorded from I don't know, probably 25 different states, other countries, uh, multiple houses, multiple <laughs> rentals. Uh so I'm I'm currently on vacation, which is pretty appropriate for episode 200. Uh, you're working from home, it's this is what we do. It's been pretty, it's been a pretty exciting ride and uh, I appreciate uh, your partnership in this.
1: Yeah, you know, Ryan, we had no idea when we started effing. You know, when we said we we're going to have an effing show, we had so many people to start off with We're going, oh my, we shouldn't talk about that. And then it turned into something that's a staple within our industry and profession. So uh, kudos to you and certainly our team there at Disrupt Media that makes this happen every week. I mean, it wouldn't do that. And again, I can't talk enough about CNJ Financial and um, it, it It' funny how the world works. Here I am working alongside Jamie and that whole team up there. So excuse me, down there over in Rainbow City, Alabama.
2: If all insurance assignment companies say they pay fast and are easy to work with, why do twice as many funeral homes choose CNJ Financial? Over the past two decades, CNJ and its affiliates have served in excess of 633,000 families and funded more than $3.6 billion in assignments to funeral homes and cemeteries throughout North America. If you're tired of the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. Let us show you why thousands of funeral homes across America choose CNJ for their assignment funding needs and why many associations, accounting firms and industry leaders recommend CNJ to their client and members. In every business, there's one gold standard in insurance assignment funding. It's CNJ. Anyway,
1: That's uh, right. it's
0: interesting.
1: And, you know, it's interesting. You just said that, um, uh, you know, the virtual, we had the NFDA leadership conference this week, along with Cana's uh, convention. And so we're seeing that I'm going to, I'm just going to call this one, uh, cause we'll look at it again this time next year, that we're going to be doing a lot more virtual than we will in person. I just think that's going to be the new norm in our work.
0: I, I, I agree with you. I'm interested to see what, um, I think that NFDMA is going to be virtual, and then we'll have NFDA that's, that's virtual this year. And, you know, it may be um, – this may shake up the dynamic going forward for sure. It's not going to be the same. We know that uh, going forward is, is what it's been. So, you know, it's interesting. We're learning how to operate, and we're learning how to, to – Handle procedures and culture and employees and all kinds of different things via webcam and and software like this and um, you know it's it's funny because you and I have been preaching the ability to build relationships for the last four years of this show so since the uh, October of 2015 I believe was the first episode uh, we've been preaching about relationships and online and technology and it's not going away and you better get ready and if you don't like the way this is happening you're really going to hate it in five years well guess what we're almost there and uh things aren't going back to the way that they were so uh, i had a a young lady uh in mortuary school asked me yesterday during the the cana exhibit hours um is it really that hard for funeral homes to build relationships and market because i get keep getting told how difficult it is she's like i mean it's making me almost not want to run my own funeral home but i said no it's not that difficult the difficult is getting people that have been doing the same thing for 30 years to now do things the way that they need to be done i said so you as a as a young person that wants to own a funeral home and run a funeral home this is going to be second nature marketing is going to be a piece of cake for you so yeah they're going to have an advantage over something <clears throat> that's right
1: Again, uh, today, I was on some websites reaching out to some owners, and, you know, if you haven't changed it in a few years, it's time, and that's just a minimum, but I'll leave that alone, because today's a happy day. It's our birthday. That's
0: right. it's 200. It is our birthday. Yeah, you're
1: still looking good, you know, hanging in there, lots of changes, and uh, you know what? I think we're at the spot right now, I can say, in my life and in my career where I'm as happy as I've ever been.
2: Yeah,
0: that's good. It's good. We've we've both gone through uh an immense amount of changes in two hundred episodes, uh <laughs> physical changes, life changes, relationship changes, like life is completely different for both of us than it was. So um and I, I just appreciate it and I, I appreciate the profession hating us in the beginning and learning to accept us now and understand that we weren't as crazy as they all thought we were.
1: Yeah, they were concerned. I think that first show was a good reason. Uh, It'll be interesting to see because guess what, ladies and gentlemen and effing fans, we're going to put up a very first first show. So uh, y'all enjoy that. Uh, Ryan, you and I will uh, reunite again next week. We've got some work on some uh, earnings reports and that sort of thing. So uh, y'all enjoy vacation. Uh, we're out here in Arizona getting ready to start school online. Okay. There so you go. Uh, if they can do it, y'all can do it too. That's
0: right. Okay. Enjoy episode one of the Funeral Nation show 199 episodes ago. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here. On today's episode, we blow air horns, talk consumer credit, and WTF. Hey, welcome. This is the Funeral Nation web show, episode number one, the inaugural Funeral Nation web show. Um, I am Ryan Thogmartin, and I'm co-hosting with my man, Jeff, the funeral commander Harbison. And uh, Jeff, brother, tell us why you are the funeral commander.
1: I'm the funeral commander simply because someone has to take a view of what's going on out here in the field. And so I get reports from all over the place. And basically, I'm just sharing what I see and what I hear from everyone else and shooting straight from the hip. So,
0: And that's your background, too. You you were in the military, so hence the camo, the cigar, the glass of rum. I mean, this is real. We're raw. Uh, we're not sitting in a funeral home. I'm in, in Ohio. Jeff is in Virginia. And, uh, so Jeff, we had the idea for Funeral Nation, uh, to do this web show. Gosh, it's been almost a year ago, uh, kind of festering this and kind of prodding each other with, yeah, we should do it. Yeah, we should do it. And finally, you know, we've pulled the trigger. So, I mean, you and I are pretty much on the same page of why we need to do a web show, but, you know, tell us a little bit of, you know, why we came up with the show and, and how this all happened.
1: Well, I just believe that we need to have fresh content. We need to... uh, It's a climate out here in some respects, not that this necessarily is, but anti-establishment. What's different? What's new? You know, we're going to send out invites for people to come along. And if you turn us down, we may do a whole segment talking about you without you here. And I can tell you that's not a good idea.
0: That's right. That's right. So, I mean... You know, I'm psyched about the show. I know you are. We really wanna we really wanna not ruffle feathers, but we wanna we wanna hit people with what's what's real, what's happening in the profession. Not a normal, you know, this isn't gonna be some sort of syndicated sit-at-a-desk, you know, production news show with you know, top of the hour type stuff. You know, this is real deal. And, you know, today our first guest on the Funeral Nation web show is really gonna be talking about a issue that is extremely, extremely relevant in our profession. And Jeff, I mean, you've got experience kind of in this field being on the funeral home side. So why don't you give us a a quick introduction to, um, you know, what's going to be coming up in the show?
1: Uh, We're going to have a few things, a few different segments. We're going to, uh, as you just uh, shared, we're going to interview uh, a person, a superlative in our industry that's going to um, kind of give a few views and, and enlighten us on some things that are important to us. Uh, we're gonna do something that I think is really important, and that is to spotlight a funeral director making a difference in their community. Oftentimes, we hear nothing but negatives out of the industry, and we sometimes don't even get to hear about the people who are really doing the work. So, it's gonna be my objective and ours together that we highlight, spotlight funeral directors are making a difference. We're going to have a little segment called WTF. I'll explain that when we get there. where well, we can poke phones at ourselves a little bit. And then finally, we're going to issue some challenges. We want to hear from our folks out there in the Funeral Nation. Because frankly, this is the best effing thing we got going right now. What do you think, Ryan?
0: I totally agree with you. Just getting a quick shot that we can put out on Twitter. Um, absolutely. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think this is this is going to be amazing. And, you know, I, I, my, probably my most favorite segment, I think that we're going to do are, are those last two you mentioned, the spotlight, you know, mm-hmm. looking at funeral directors, making a difference because, you know, all we hear in mainstream media are the negatives about the funeral profession and funeral directors. So, you know, highlighting those funeral directors that are really making a difference. And, and we hope that, you know, viewers start submitting funeral directors and sending us information on funeral directors that should be, you know, spotlighted on this. We really want to make it a big deal in the WTF. Um, you know, it can stand for what you think it stands for. or It could stand for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. And, uh, we really want to, we want to create that water cooler talk. We want to, we want to get the mind spinning, um, whether it's some, a story that's extremely positive or something where we're kind of poking fun and, and doing that. Come on, man, you know, those sort of things. So, um, you know, I, I'm pretty excited. I think this is going to be dope. And, uh, so let's get into our next segment.
1: You know, I, I'm not sure about that horn. You know, I'm old and I got war injuries, all of them here. But uh, before we get to our next segment, uh, let me also share with you that we are being uh, sponsored. And the new segment was just sponsored and brought to you by At Need Credit, which are payment plans for At Need funeral families. Make sure and visit their website, which we'll have into, uh, on here, www.atneedcredit.com. So, speaking of news and segments and funerals and families, um, are you aware that just recently uh, there's some big news? The help card sent out a letter to their customers uh, saying that they're exiting out of the funeral industry after the first of the year. So, as our economy again, continues to slow and really have a, a, a struggling uh, effect to it, that's challenging for people to pay for funerals. You know, Ryan, this morning, uh, interestingly, I read a post on connecting directors and took exception to a phrase that said uh, money is only an issue when value is in doubt. I repeat, money is only an issue when value in doubt. Well, frankly, money is an issue for the vast majority of Americans, and money is an issue when you don't have any.
0: So, Jeff, I mean, the help card, explain to us a little bit why that's such big news. I mean, the help card was something that rolled out. I, I believe, at the, towards the end of last year, and you know, was backed by NFDA, am I right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's correct. It's a big deal because uh, finding a company to lend for at-need funerals is difficult from a lending space, which uh, our guest will share with us what that's all about. But more importantly, uh, what do we do with folks who have mediocre to low credit? And so right now, um, our next guest and our sponsor, At Need Credit, he's gonna share with us what's available and kind of why it's harder than people think. What I want to do is uh, introduce our, next, our first and next guest, which is uh, Daniel O'Connor of At Need Credit. Hey Daniel, thanks for joining us today. If you would, please introduce yourself and a bit about your background along with At Need Credit. How'd you get in this business?
2: Uh, You bet. Uh, So yeah, my name is Daniel O'Connor. I'm uh, the CEO and founder of Eastbridge Funding. We are located here in beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. Um, Eastbridge, we're a capital solutions provider. We specialize in the consumer finance industry. We're on our ninth year, and the majority of what we do is we build, fund, and manage consumer finance programs for Retailers and service providers that generally would sell a, what we call a pricier good or service, such as uh, jewelry, cosmetic surgery, furniture. And the, those retailers would use the programs that we develop to offer finance options to those customers, to their customers, who might use that financing to uh, pay for those goods or services. Um, so one of the industries that I've been actively involved in since I got in the finance business has been the funeral industry. Um, As we all know, funerals aren't cheap, and having a finance option that families that don't have pre-need or accessible cash or credit on hand, if they could use that finance option to um, make payment arrangements, that really helps the funeral director, the family, um, everybody involved. So a couple of years ago, uh, myself, along with a uh, funeral home owner, um, actually we partnered up and created a funeral financing program called At Need Credit.
0: So you're doing something new direct to consumer with At Need Credit in the, in the funeral profession. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, what you guys are doing in the funeral space?
2: Yeah. So with At Need Credit, we have our traditional finance program, which is Um, Typically, finance programs, whether it's in the funeral industry or, you know, some of the other industries I mentioned, furniture, jewelry, cosmetic surgery, the financing typically goes through the merchant, so a merchant would sign up for the program, and when customers or in this case families come into the merchant's place of business, the sale would be made, the transaction would occur, and that's when financing, the customer might apply at the location. So we have that traditional program that we've developed, but one of the unique things that we're working on now, um, we hope to have ready by the end of this year, uh, first part of next year, is a direct-to-consumer program, which I think will be big in the funeral space. That will be a different option where customers can actually uh, go to our bank directly and apply for financing those approved applicants would have the funds deposited directly into their bank accounts. And then they could withdraw those funds and come into the funeral home and pay for their arrangements.
0: Wow. Interesting. So, I mean, that's extremely different, right? We, I mean, we haven't seen before where the consumer can go outside of a normal bank and get credit directly for a funeral, right?
2: Right. I mean, customers could always walk into their neighborhood bank and ask for a loan. But in those circumstances, those are going to be unsecured loans, and they're not easy to get, and you have to have really good credit to get an unsecured loan from a bank. And sometimes they might ask you to put up some type of collateral, which a lot of families just won't have. So this program will be different in that it will um, allow family members of various credit types to be able to go get a direct loan from a bank and have access to those funds relatively quickly.
1: Hey, you know, that's a a really interesting point you bring up, Daniel. Uh, What's different about at credit compared to typical lenders? Because I understand that you guys really will finance just about anybody.
2: Yeah, so um, at credit's different in that we've developed the program to work for those that have good credit. Obviously, any finance company that goes into any industry is excited about financing people with good credit. That decreases your risk. But in the funeral home industry, because of the nature of the transaction, a lot of times families are saying, look, I don't have cash on hand. I don't have accessible credit. I don't have preneed insurance. What can you do to help me? Many times those families are going to have credit issues, and we understand that. So we've developed our program to not only – Cater those people that that can get credit on a usual basis uh, wherever they apply, and our program does take care of those individuals. But we've developed some unique programs that uh, will help those families that have limited or challenge credit as well, and that's pretty unique in the industry. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, you know funeral financing programs haven't been readily available in the past and haven't really um, succeeded that well in the past because they haven't been able to cater to. Um, all types of credit demographics like our program does.
1: Right. You know, uh, before we move forward, some things I hear. And as a funeral home owner, I'm going to tell you that if people have great credit, they generally don't need it at a funeral home. Right. That's true. So another piece that I read that you guys also have is that you can have more than one person on the loan. So up to four family members. Is that right?
2: Yeah, so we we do a traditional co-signer model, uh, but what's unique about our programs, especially for the challenge credit side, is we do what we would call joint borrowers. So we can actually put up to, as you mentioned, Jeff, four people on a loan, and they all kind of share in the payment. So it really is able to, from a family standpoint, spread the burden around so it's not put on one family member to uh, pay for the monthly payment for that funeral um, Up to four family members can participate in that payment, and wow. it's all one loan document. And that's, that's very as well. That's brilliant. Good job. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so, so Daniel, um, you know, how can funeral directors take advantage of this new service?
2: Uh, pretty simple. They can go to um, AtneyCredit.com. That's our website. And on AtneyCredit.com, you'll find. Uh, Information about the program, you'll find our contact information. You can even uh, download a provider application if you're a funeral home interested in in offering our program to your families. You can download the application online, email it to us or fax it to us, and we'll get a hold of you with more detailed information about the program and get you signed up. The sign-up process is pretty quick. It takes uh, a couple of days at the most to get your uh, funeral home ready. We'll train you and you can start offering it to your families. Excellent. Excellent.
0: So will you guys be at at, uh, NFDA and and Indy this year, next month? Uh,
2: Yeah, we certainly will. I've attended the NFDA convention, uh, the NFDA convention multiple times, and uh, I always have a good time when I go out there to that convention. You meet really great people. They always put on a good show, and I'm excited to uh, go this year, especially I've never been to Indianapolis, so that'll be a unique experience for me as well.
0: It's not as pretty as
2: Charleston. (laughs) No, I'm sure it's not, but most places are. That's right.
1: Daniel, thanks for the information. We're going to end this up, uh, what we call the lightning round. Will you share with us, from your perspective in the lending industry, what you see for consumers in the future as far as lending is concerned, especially in the funeral space?
2: Um, Yeah, good question. It's always tough from a lending perspective to finance uh, services. So when I see... the the kind of the future of people going out and trying to finance services. You have to have a finance company that has has experienced financing services because those are intangible um, things that are being financed. When I finance a product such as a sofa or a diamond ring, I know what the customer got. I know they walked out of the store and they got what they paid for. When I'm building a program for a service such as uh, funeral services which is particularly difficult to do from an underwriting standpoint, it's intangible. So it's hard for me to um, know, did the customer feel like they got what they paid for when the funeral is all said and done? And all those things lead to um, changes in the risk model, which make changes in the program. So one of the benefits that we have here is that... um, and for our clients is that my partner is a funeral home owner. So it's very beneficial for me to have his insight when we're building these programs and the programs that we've used in the past as well as ones we're developing from the future is that he gives us insight on the types of credit that we're gonna see coming in the door, that how the transaction takes place from start to finish with a funeral director. And those really help us from an underwriting standpoint and it's kind of opened my eyes to the industry as well as our capital providers enabled us to build a program that's effective. And not only it works for the funeral home or the, and the family, but it also works from our side on the lending perspective because we have to make a return. And that's been very beneficial having him there to help us with that.
1: Thank you. You know, I, I just have to say this, Daniel. Uh, we're a funeral news business, right? The best effing fuse, uh, news that you have out here. Right. But I think because of you showing up, our audience of uh, looking for really handsome folks. <laughs> uh, so if we get any the uh, tweets or anything coming in, I can see you turning red from here. Yeah. Uh, just to let you know, we'll pass those on to you directly.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that guys. Thank you so All much. Right, sure. look,
0: before we get off, we got to do a selfie because this is going to be a, a social show. So uh, we're going to pull a selfie here real quick. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, Jeff, so now it's, it's time for uh, the segment where we spotlight a funeral director making a difference, um, and, you know, you, you kind of are connected to, to this story, um, so I'm going to let you introduce our uh, spotlight funeral director and tell us why she is the Funeral Nation Spotlight Funeral Director of the Week.
1: Right. Well, there's countless numbers of funeral directors making a difference in their community every day. And as I spoke at the beginning of the show, we want to have a segment dedicated and spotlight their efforts. Because frankly, they're the ones out in the trenches, out in the field, that make this industry great. And so uh, today, I want to spotlight Jennifer Parks. She is a general manager and funeral arrangement counselor at McDermott Crockett and Associates uh, Mortuary in Santa Barbara, California. What I'm going to do is sort of paraphrase the information that was sent in. Uh, about what she did and to her spotlight event. Our spotlight on Jennifer is because she was a funeral director in charge of two boys that were murdered by their father, Sebastian and Vincent Holzer. Because of a really bad situation, the boy's mother had not seen them in some time. So upon taking the boys into her care, Jennifer diligently worked to soften the angst she knew that was coming when her mother viewed the children for the first time after the death her team of funeral professionals personally shopped for the clothes they put Batman t-shirts on them under collared shirts welcome hoodies new jeans and chuck taylors they also bought blankets teddy bears and a matching batman shirt for the mom to sleep in to remember her boys jennifer describes the feeling of holding the mother's hand and walking her down the steps into the chapel to finally see her babies and the heartbreak Seeing them for the first time in caskets. It was devastating and life-changing to Jennifer as a person, as a mother, and as a funeral director. Even after the funeral, Jennifer continued to assist the mother and the grieving community by contacting Life Chronicles, a service of remembering life for those that died too early, and assisted the local junior high staff to collaborate the life of Sebastian Vincent in a video for all to remember. So, Funeral Nation would like to take the time to honor and recognize Jennifer Parks, a funeral director making a difference in her community.
0: Funeral Nation applauds Jennifer and the, you know, the the extra steps she's taking to go above and beyond what what families expect. And and gosh, we hear so many times about negative things in our profession. Rarely do we hear about the funeral directors that you know day in and day out are going above and beyond the call of duty. And it's it's a job that it, at times is probably one of the most thankless jobs there are. Um, funeral directors are taken for granted every day for what they do. So we applaud Jennifer and and uh, what she's doing. And again, um, you know, Funeral Nation viewers submit to us, funeral directors that we can highlight and, and put a spotlight on that are going above and beyond and doing things in their community um, outside the norm of what uh, is required by a funeral director. All right. So before our next segment, um, we have a shameless plug and, and we do these shameless plugs because obviously the show like this can't be produced without amazing companies that, that want to sponsor and be visible on a cutting edge show like Funeral Nation. Um, there's nothing funeral esque about this show, right Jeff? So um, introduce our, our next spotlight, or our, I'm sorry, our next uh, sponsor, uh, DNA Memorial.
1: The Funeral Director Spotlight segment has been brought to you by DNA Memorial, which provides funeral directors the last chance to preserve a deceased loved one's DNA. DNA Memorial keeps DNA alive right. after death. For more information, visit them at www.dnamemorial.com.
0: Gosh, we see funerals advertised and funeral homes advertising in such uh, ridiculous ways, we could, we should say. I mean, it's amazing to have the ROI conversation with a funeral director about social media and they they care so much about <laughs> the ROI of social media and the things that we can measure, but they don't care about bus stop ads and they don't care about park bench ads where you can't measure what is the ROI of that. So this next image is funeral with, with the little wavy guy? I mean, come on,
1: man. I know. I know. If, if we were ESPN, that would be our, uh, our, our statement. Still going Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, WTF? Come on, man. Hey, look, guys, we need to get social out here. We need to get into social media and reaching consumers where we can find them. You know what? That's even something that comes out of our Bible. Go where they are. Okay. So I'm not quite sure that having a a funeral blow up guy that looks like it's at a used car lot or somewhere is the answer, but come on, man.
0: Come on, man. All right. Okay. So that's our WTF section or segment. Um, I I only predict this is going to get wilder and wackier as we, as we go forward with this. Um, But look, if you want to connect with us, you have to do it through social media. So twitter.com slash funeral nation TV or facebook.com slash funeral nation TV. Connect with us there. Um, send us messages, send us suggestions of funeral directors for our our spotlight or WTF segments or Hey, you guys should interview these people. We want to have this be a, a dialogue, a two way conversation, provide value for our profession. And, we know funeral directors are wanting more than what's out there. So uh, Funeral Nation um, is that opportunity to get what you want to hear, and we're going to go above and beyond that because we're going to feed you what we think you want to hear. Sorry, <laughs> that was going to work. So um, at Funeral Nation TV on Twitter, Facebook.com/FuneralNationTV, um, or use the hashtag FuneralNationTV. We will be monitoring that and reporting. <sighs> All right, Jeff, we are on to our last shameless plug, Um, and and our last shameless plug is going to be for Funeral Social. Funeralsocial.com is the brainchild of Disrupt Media. It's the only full-service funeral uh, social media strategy process uh, designed specifically for funeral homes and funeral companies, Um, and if you want to find out more about Funeral Social, go to FuneralSocial.com. Okay, Jeff. What do we got coming up in the next episodes? Uh, we're pretty psyched about the things that we have lined up. So so give the peeps a preview.
1: Hey, I'm really excited. We're on the next effing show, right? And look, I want everybody to rec- refer to us to the effing show, all right? Because that's what we are, the Funeral Nation show. The next Funeral Nation show will feature Allison Sullivan, served at Kate's Boylston, and Barbara Chemis, executive director of the Cremation Association of North America. They're going to share with us an exciting project that their organizations are working on together for the funeral industry. So make sure that you stay tuned, stay in, and get effing social with us. That's right. F and out.